Nolan Investigations. I run that Boston-based detective agency that my dad started many years ago. Now that dad is retired, it's up to me, and my mom Gladys, to keep this place in the black. I've seen a lot of strange things in my time here, and I never know what the next knock on the office door is going to bring. I'm Jim Nolan, Private Eye. Misfits Audio is proud to present Episode 18 of Jim Nolan, Private Eye, The Situation. Lieutenant, there, behind the dumpster. Tomlinson! It's the police! Come out with your hands up! He's making a break for it. So he thinks. Lieutenant Carmichael, over here. Look. Some of the money from the heist. Great work. Thanks, boss. What? Shine your flashlight here. I thought so. Blood. You got him. Pan around the sidewalk. There. A trail of blood. Let's move. Uh-oh. What? The blood trail goes into this building. Great. That means Tomlinson's pinned down. Do you know whose office is in there? No. Should I? Right here. Check it out. Nolan Investigations. Jim Nolan's agency? That's right. I don't feel good about this. Well, it's almost 8.30. Nolan must have gone home by now. That's his car. And the other one? Helen Bagley's, his temporary secretary. What are they doing working so late? I don't know, but it won't take long for Tomlinson to find the office. Well, maybe he won't have the energy to find them. He's wounded. He must be getting weak from the blood he's lost. And angry. Tomlinson has a rap sheet as long as my arm. He's not the most stable person on a good day. And this isn't one of his good days. Hopefully, the trail doesn't lead to Jim and Helen. Oh, what if it does? Call Jim's office. 555-2397. Warn him about Tomlinson. I'm going in there. down. Helen, I can't thank you enough for staying late tonight and helping me get these invoices out. I'm glad to help. Mrs. Moskowitz is taking care of the kids until I get home. Does she live in our building? Yes. You've never met her? Can't say I have. Nice old lady. A little nosy, but a heart of gold. The kids love her, and I know they're safe. That's all that counts. How many more invoices are there? Seven. We're in the home stretch. It shouldn't. Ah! <sighs> I thought I heard voices. 
What's going on here? The three of us, we're going to be pals for a while. Jim, he's got... He's got a gun. That's right. And I know how to use it better than either one of you knows how to use a fork. What do you want? A place to hide. There's a cop after me. Your leg. You're bleeding. Yeah, you noticed, huh? I owe that cop one. He'll get his. You two are my insurance policy. Just behave and do exactly what I say, or... Or... what? Or you'll be bleeding too. An armed, wounded criminal with a long history of arrests and convictions. Not a good person to have barge into your office. At the moment, Lieutenant Carmichael doesn't know that ex-con Henry Tomlinson has taken Jim and Helen captive. Likewise, they don't know that the lieutenant is close by, plotting their rescue. Join us now for The Situation. We now return to the Devonshire Street offices of Nolan Investigations. Jim and Helen are seated on wooden chairs in front of Helen's desk, while Tomlinson sits behind the desk, his revolver at the ready. The ex-con is growing increasingly agitated as he attempts to make a phone call. Come on, Frankie. Where are you? Nobody home. What's it to you? Everything. This is my office. You've got a lot of nerve for a guy who's on the wrong end of a gun, friend. How long are you going to hold us here? For as long as it takes to make sure I don't end up behind bars again. Why don't you let her go? Why should I? You've already got one hostage. Me. You don't need her. That's where you're wrong, mister. If I was going to let either one of you go, and I'm not, it would be you. How do you figure that? Female hostages are always better. The cops might try to make a move on a guy like me if I only have a male hostage, but they'll think twice about it if I have a woman. They're all sweetness and nice. What about it, lady? Are you all sweetness and nice? Don't you talk to her like that! Jim! Oh, is she your girl? Uh, uh, No, but... Then it's no business of yours how I talk to her, is it? There's a certain thing called respect. (laughs) Respect? I don't have that anymore. There are certain things you lose when you've been in and out of the joint as often as I have. Respect is one of them. Respect for anyone. If you go try in my patience, you'll find out what some of the other things are. Any luck with the call, McManus? No, sir. The line's busy. Damn. Should I ask the operator to break in? No. Tomlinson must be making a call. I don't want to let him know that we know where he is. So he's... He's in there. The blood leads right to the door. I could hear the three of them in the office. Can we break down the door? Too dangerous. It's solid wood, no glass panel. I can't see Tomlinson. If I broke down the door without knowing where he is in the office, he'd have the time to hurt Jim, Helen, or both of them before I could drop him. What do we do? Get in touch with the station. I want every available officer down here on the double. Block off the streets leading into or out of here. Will do. 
Tomlinson must have meant to drive away from the heist before we saw him. Tell Sergeant Farber to check out every parked car in a two-block radius around the shop. One of them must be Tomlinson's. We might find something useful. Yes, sir. And make sure someone keeps calling Jim's office. I want to let him know we're on top of things out here. Yes, Lieutenant. Tomlinson's going to need some help to get out of this one. I want to make sure none of his pals can reach him. very good, Mr. Tomlinson. What kind of crack is that? I, I mean that you look ill. Feverish. There's sweat on your brow. How am I supposed to look? Got some lead in my leg, remember? I, I was only... What, are you a nurse? No, but my mother was. <sighs> You're losing a lot of blood from that bullet wound. You're preaching to the choir. If you keep bleeding, you'll get very weak. You could even die. Don't you worry about Henry Tomlinson, lady. I'm made of stronger stuff than the average bear. Of course you are. <laughs> You're really starting to get on my nerves. You're not doing mine any good either. I should plug you right here and now. I wonder how you'd look with a third eye. No! <laughs> What's this? The lady protests. I thought you two weren't an item. We're not. Then why the concern for this big mouth dope? Because he's a human being. People should care about each other. Nobody cares about anybody but himself. That's the way of the world. Is that what you're doing? Caring for yourself? What now, smart guy? That money, it's really important to you, isn't it? It's everything. Look what you're doing with it. Huh? You're holding the bills against your leg to try and stop the bleeding. Twenties and fifties soaked with blood. Uh, So what? There's lots more where those came from. Your life's more important to you than that money. You don't know what you're talking about. Either of you. Who's that? How should I know? It's a phone, not a TV. Answer it. But watch your mouth. One false move and this pretty lady won't be so pretty anymore. Jim. Don't worry. No one investigations. May I help you? Jim. It's Walter. We're aware of your situation. The building will be surrounded by officers in no time. Are you and Helen okay? Yes. Yes, Mom. We're fine. Thanks for asking. Mom. I get it. Tomlinson's keeping a close eye on you. That's right. We're going to get the two of you out of there. Stay calm. Don't take any risks. Tomlinson's not a nice guy. (laughs) I know that. This is no time for a coffee clutch. Hang it up. We'll have the place surrounded in no time. That sounds great. Goodbye. (laughs) Your mommy? How sweet. What can I say? Frankie, where are you? What in the name? Get back, both of you. You have to get that leg looked at. It's not even strong enough to hold you up anymore. It'll wait. 
Holy cow. Every cop in Boston must be out there. Time to give up. No way. They won't try anything dumb with you two here. Why do you say we hear the cop better, huh? Yeah? This is Lieutenant Carmichael of the Boston PD. We've got the place surrounded. Release your hostages and come out with your hands up. <laughs> as easy as that. You've got to be kidding. I never kid. I have two hostages here. One of them a lady. They're gonna buy me all the time I need. Me for what? I'm... I'm not sure yet, but I will be. Soon. You can count on that. What? You heard me. You're not a rookie, Tomlinson. You must have something in mind. Yeah, I do, and I'll tell you when I'm good and ready. He's getting even weaker. Look at how he's babying his wounded leg. Was your mother really a nurse? Yes, why? Then maybe you'd know. Blood flows more freely if a person's active, right? Right. So, Tomlinson would lose blood even faster if... If... what? If I could get him riled. Keep him busy. You want to anger a man with a gun? He's got to have a breaking point. Maybe I can make it come faster. Safely? That's what worries me. Finally. Frankie, it's me. Henry, where are you? I've been outside looking for you. I run into some trouble. What kind of trouble? A cop caught me coming out of the store, and I bought one in the leg. How are you doing? Stings like hell, and things are... starting to get a little blurry. I couldn't get to my car. I'm holed up in this office on Devonshire Street. Devonshire? I just heard on the radio about the cops surrounding a building on Devonshire. That's where I am. You don't have to tell me about the cops. Your lights are making it look like it's Christmas in here. What are you gonna do? I need you to come here. What? I've got the dough, but I can't get it to you. You expect me to stroll into a building surrounded by cops? I expect you to keep your part of the deal. I pulled off the heist, now it's your turn to make good. No, no. Our agreement didn't include the cops. They won't try anything. I've got hostages. What? You heard me. A guy and a girl. Why'd you take hostages? <laughs> it just... Worked out that way. Hostages, Henry. That's... That's big league stuff, man. <laughs> there are get-out-of-jail-free cards. I... I can't help you. You're welching on me? You know what our deal was. There was nothing about hostages and nothing about me walking into a damn cop convention. Frankie, I... I'm sorry, pal. I've been in the clink too long to risk this. I can't do any more time. If you can get to me, I'll give you the protection I promised. Otherwise, you're gonna have to count me out. Frankie? Frankie! Now look what you've done! 
Do you know how long it took to get that phone installed? Shut your trap, Nolan. You're lucky I didn't throw you across the room. Why don't you give up, Lieutenant Carmichael? I should trust a cop? Never. That's the first thing you learn in jail. Never trust a cop. I think it is time to have another chat with him, though. I'm getting out of here. Frankie can go to hell. No good bum. All the dough is mine. Over here, cutie. Me? No, him. Of course I mean you. Leave her alone. Watch your mouth, tough guy. What do you want with her? (laughs) You'll see. Come on, lady. Jim? Now. Don't keep me waiting. You'll both regret it. Over to the window. Move. (laughs) Carmichael. Right here. I want a car all gassed up. I'm getting out of here. Let Jim and Helen go, and we'll talk. Uh Uh-uh. They're coming with me. You know I can't allow that. Let him go. No way. You and your boys would have stormed this place a long time ago if it wasn't for those two. What's going to happen to them? I'll let them go after I get away from the city, and I'm sure I'm not being followed. How do I know I can trust you? You don't. Look here. See what I can do? She's already halfway out the window. I could toss her all the way out with one hand tied behind my back. No, please. Helen! Stay back, Nolan. I'll kill her, I swear. Wouldn't she make a nice splat when she hit the ground? Tomlinson, stop it! Let me go. Please. You wouldn't. You couldn't. (laughs) No? I'll still have one hostage to get me safely out of here. Let her go. You don't... Fifteen minutes. That's what you got, cop. Understand? Tomlinson, listen to me. Helen, get down! Dr. Kravitz, you have a visitor in the main lobby. Dr. Kravitz? Lieutenant? Yes, McManus? We found Tomlinson's car. There was a slip of paper with an address on it. Probably where he planned on heading after the heist. Any names? Just Frankie. You and Mortensen get it to that address. I want him. Right away, sir. Uh, Any word on... Nothing yet. Have a safe trip. Yes, sir. (gasps) Helen. Lieutenant, I I didn't hear you. I never thanked you and your men for breaking into the office when you did. It's all part of the job. I only wish it could have been sooner. (sighs) Any word on Jim? No, and I'm worried sick. You'll be okay. Nolans are made of tough stuff. It's my fault he got shot. It's no such thing. Jim charged Tomlinson to save your life. It was his decision. It was the most frightening thing I have ever seen. They were struggling and and that gun was ready to go off at any moment. Tomlinson dropped right after Jim was shot. From blood loss, I guess. At first I didn't know which one of them was hit. Still, I... Excuse me, miss. Are you here for Mr. Nolan? 
Yes. Is he okay? Ah, you'll be fine. The bullet lodged into his shoulder. We've removed it. There, there should be uh, no permanent damage. Oh, thank God. You'll need to wear a sling for a while, and I expect that arm will be pretty sore for a week or two. I have no doubt that he'll make a full recovery. Thank you, Doctor. Are the two of you his family? We're friends. His parents are headed back to Boston from a cruise. I've placed a ship to shore call and hope to be in contact with him soon. Very good. May we see him? Certainly. He was coming out of the anesthesia a few minutes ago. Lieutenant, may I... You go first. Tomlinson's in the security wing downstairs. I need to go check on how things are going. Give Jim my best. Helen, how are you? (laughs) How am I? How are you? I'll be okay. (laughs) I just took one shoulder. Just? (laughs) Jim, what you did was... was the bravest thing I have ever... It was nothing. (laughs) Helen, we're all right. Both of us. It's over. I... I have something to tell you. What? This is terrible timing, but it needs to be said. I... I can't work for you anymore. I know that was a very scary time for you. I was scared too. Jim, I... Nothing like that has ever happened in all the years no one investigations has been open. Oh, you don't understand. This isn't about me. This is about my kids. The kids? All the time that Tomlinson was holding us hostage, my thoughts kept turning to them. I kept thinking, if I die tonight, what will happen to my kids? They have nobody but me. No grandparents, no uncles, no aunts, no... No... No father. I may not be much, but I'm all they have. Don't say that. You're an excellent mother. I never thought that filling in for Gladys could be so dangerous. Neither did I. I can't take the chance that my kids might become orphans. I'm sorry, Jim. I'm very grateful that you trusted me with the job, and I really needed the money. But I just can't. You don't need to say anymore. You understand? Of course. Dad and Mom will be home on Sunday. She can take her old job back a little early. No hard feelings? Of course not. Friends? Always. I'll drop by your place after my shoulder's better. You do that. My boy would never forgive me if you stopped telling him stories of your adventures. Just one thing? Yeah? When you tell him about tonight, can you leave me out of it? (laughs) You've got a deal. Starring our regular cast, Russell Gold as Jim Nolan, Brian Bedard as Lieutenant Walter Carmichael, and Katie Daynert as the narrator. Guest starring in this episode were Kim Giannopoulos as Helen Bagley, Paul Lavelle as Sergeant McManus, John Specht as Henry Tomlinson, D.T. Kelly as Frankie, 
and Scott Fortney as Dr. Nordberg. Jim Nolan, Private Eye, was created by Mike Murphy and Arlene Osborne. The script was written by Mike Murphy. The Jim Nolan, Private Eye theme was composed and performed by Vivian Dosko. Please hear more of her wonderful music at myspace.com slash Vivian Dosko. Producer, Captain John Tadrzak. Assistant producer, Mike Murphy. Mixer, John Specht. Script editor, Arlene Osborne. Webmaster, April Sadowski. Art director, Alexa Chipman. Thanks to Captain John Tadrzak of Misfits Audio for airing this show. Mike Murphy gratefully acknowledges the continued help of Arlene Osborne. This production is for enjoyment purposes only. I'm your narrator, Katie Daynert. This is an original production by Misfits Audio, copyright 2012. All rights reserved. <laughs>